Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast, where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and up-level your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I'm here to be your guide. So let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. I want to chat with you today about a concept that is majorly important, possibly one of the most important things you can do in your day-to-day life to help you take action, stay focused, and just feel better. So what is this magical tool, you might ask? Mind management. So I've spoken about this concept before and will definitely be speaking on it again in different ways in the future. But I want to bring a visual picture to your mind today regarding brain management that will help you get started. So I like to think of our brains being like little puppies. (laughs) They're full of energy, a little all over the place sometimes, and desperately in need of supervision. As a close family friend once said, a well-walked dog is a good dog. And this is how I want you to think about your brain. So when you adopt a puppy, they're full of energy, right? They're running all over the house, wiggling around, full of excitement, and also fully capable of destroying your home if you leave them unattended. Our minds are the same way. If we're not consciously aware of our thought patterns, it is entirely possible that before we know it, we'll end up with a headspace that resembles a living room that's been shooed to bits. So how do we end up with a dog that's not only sweet, but also well-behaved and not totally out of control? We train them. We take them for walks. We invest time in being with them and teaching them how we want them to behave. We guide them and love on them so that they feel supported and safe and like they know what their schedule is and what they need to do. And this is exactly what we need to do with our minds. A well-walked dog is a good dog. And a well-monitored mind is a clear and peaceful and purposeful one. So now that you have this visual in your head, how do you go about training your brain? You think about your thoughts. So this might be a concept that is foreign to some of you. So I want to give you a little exercise as a jumping off point. Simply take a piece of paper and pen and start writing down all the thoughts that come to your mind as stream of consciousness as possible. Then, once it's all poured onto onto a piece of paper, I want you to look at what you've written. So oftentimes when I do this exercise with my clients, they'll say, oh my gosh, no wonder I've been so stressed out. Look at how I've been talking to myself. So often, not unlike a supervised puppy, our minds are running amok in the recesses of our subconscious thinking all kinds of ridiculous and completely untrue things about ourselves and the world around us. This is why we can feel completely unmotivated or sad or just plain weird and not understand where it's coming from. So one of my teachers and mentors, Brooke Castillo, 
always says that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which get our results. So this is a really great and simple life skill to understand why when we have an unmanaged mind, we can seem to be spinning our wheels and doing everything we can think of, but end up feeling overwhelmed and not taking any action at all. So I'll say it for you again. Our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which get our results. So when our thoughts are running amok, it causes us to feel bad about ourselves, which leads us to not take the action that we want, which leads to a lack of results in our lives. So I'll I'll give you an example here. A person in my life reached out to me recently because she was having trouble getting started with her new business. She wanted so badly to do it, but couldn't really seem to get any headway. So I worked through these steps with her. So first, the result was that she wasn't getting her business off the ground. So I said, okay, what actions have you been taking? And she said, well, you know, I've put out some feelers with a few potential clients, but other than that, it's really been hard to do much with it at all. So I said, well, what have you been feeling about your business? And she said, honestly, really horrible and ashamed. I I feel like I should be able to do this and I don't know why it's not working. So after a little discussion, a little deep dive, we actually figured out that the thought underneath her feeling was that she didn't feel worthy of seeing clients and she really thought that no one would want to work with her. So this thought, I'm unworthy, nobody's going to want to work with me, triggered emotions of shame and frustration, which drove her to not take any action at all, which led to the result of her business not launching. And then, of course, that lack of result only solidified her thought that she was unworthy and that no one would want to work with her. So you can see how this can be a vicious cycle. And in this woman's case, until we did this exercise, she didn't even realize that she was having this thought that she was unworthy and that no one would want to work with her. So this brings me back to the exercise I suggested earlier for you. Write down all of your thoughts and whatever situation is troubling you and take a look at what your unsupervised puppy brain has been up to. (laughs) You may feel shocked and maybe even a little ashamed of what's been going on up there, but this is the point when you need to be incredibly gentle with yourself because just like the young puppy it isn't going to be effective to just yell at it and shame it for not behaving. You have to instead take a deep breath, lean into love, and take action to train it and help it to make changes and grow. So this can and is really a good idea to be a daily practice, especially if you're new to observing your thoughts. And it may seem incredibly challenging at first, but I promise you that it's worth it. So just start by taking a few minutes each day, maybe in the morning or in the evening, to write down your thoughts. And then once they're down on paper, you know, next to each thought, start writing down some alternative thoughts that you can practice thinking instead, and then start practicing them. So write down these new thoughts after you've done this exercise and have some alternative thoughts to think. Write down these new thoughts on post-it notes and stick them all over the place you know, on the dashboard of your car, on your bathroom mirror, maybe on your bedside table, really just anywhere you'll see them regularly. And I want you to look at them and practice saying them as much as you can 
so that your subconscious gets used to hearing these words. Repetition is the key for training your new puppy, and it's just as key for training your mind. So if you're going to walk away with anything from this episode, I want you to understand these main points. Number one, your brain and thoughts are like a new puppy and they need to be monitored and tended. Number two, your thoughts create your feelings, which drive your actions, which get your results. Number three, you are not crazy or without hope if you realize that the thoughts you've been thinking are not what you want them to be. Number four, it takes conscious practice to not only observe your thoughts, but to start to change them. And number five, when you start doing this actively and with purpose, you will start to see changes in how much action you take, the results you get in your life, and how you feel. Our thoughts are where it all begins. And the beautiful thing is, we have the power to think whatever we want. We just have to observe our thoughts, adjust them, and then let the rest happen from there. So... I want you to start noticing these thoughts, train your puppy with love and care, and watch your life start to explode in the best way possible. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a beautiful rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It is my goal to spread as much healing energy and education as possible and every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, namaste.